Hi everyone, I'm Liz, the director of audio at Wonder Media Network. My favorite thing about Encyclopedia Womanica is taking each script from words on a page to a full-blown audio experience. Picking out the perfect music to complement a notable woman's life can be a challenge, but it's one that I really look forward to with each episode that I edit. So if you love Encyclopedia Womanica as much as I do, show your support by becoming a Womaniac. Head to glow.fm slash Womanica for more information. Hello, I'm Maddie Foley, a producer here at Wonder Media Network. In honor of a full year of Encyclopedia Womanica, we wanted to revisit some of the outstanding women we featured along the way. Today, we are looking back at Sally Ride. This was actually one of my favorite episodes to produce. Sally broke so many barriers in so many ways. First American woman in space, youngest American in space, one of the first queer women in space. And I loved the opportunity to feature a bit of Sally's story in her own voice. This episode initially aired in April, aka our Explorers and Contenders Month. Now here's host Jenny Kaplan to tell you all about Sally Ride. Ride, Sally, ride. That was very cheesy, but I feel like it fits. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. You've probably heard the name of today's explorer, but you might be surprised to learn that she was inspired to try making history after reading a simple ad in the newspaper. She inspired countless women to reach for the stars just like her. We're talking about the first American woman in space, Sally Ride. Sally Ride was born on May 26, 1951, in Encino, California. She didn't always have space on her mind. In fact, as a child, she dreamed of becoming a professional tennis player. She started playing tennis at age 10 and earned a scholarship to a prestigious LA-based prep school for girls. By her teens, Sally ranked in the national top 20 on the junior tennis circuit. After high school, Sally attended Swarthmore College for a couple years before deciding to leave to really pursue a tennis career. That didn't last long. Soon, she decided to return to school and she enrolled at Stanford. By 1978, she'd earned several degrees, a Bachelor's of Arts in English, as well as a Bachelor's of Science, a Master of Science, and a doctorate degree in physics. Meanwhile, NASA was developing and expanding its space program. The organization realized it would need to include astronauts with academic and technological skills as mission specialists on flights, in addition to experienced pilots. So NASA placed ads in the newspaper seeking fit, educated individuals. In 1977, Sally answered that ad. She was one of only six women selected for the program. She trained as part of the NASA Class of 78 to prepare for a space flight. Her athleticism really came in handy. The astronauts had to train in physical skills like parachute jumping and water survival in addition to scientific preparation. 
Sally was set to become one of the five crew members of the space shuttle Challenger STS-7. She later recalled that the most difficult part of the time before her mission was dealing with the press and regularly struggling with sexist questions. The things that they were concerned with were not the same things that I was concerned with. They For instance, the bathroom facilities. Bathroom facilities. How much did you get asked that? Just about every interview I got asked that. Everybody wanted to know about what kind of makeup I was taking up. They didn't care about how well prepared I was to operate the arm or deploy communication satellites. Though Sally wasn't used to the public eye, she dealt with the questions gracefully. On June 18, 1983, Sally became the first American woman in space, as well as the youngest American in space. Sally was the flight engineer during the week-long mission. Her role was to launch communication satellites, operate the shuttle's mechanical arm, and conduct experiments. She went on another shuttle mission the following year to study fueling techniques and make observations of the Earth. After her two missions in space, Sally spent the rest of her life on Earth, but her work was far from over. She investigated the events that led to the tragic 1986 Challenger accident and later became the special assistant to the NASA Administrator for Long-Range and Strategic Planning. Sally also served as the director of the California Space Science Institute and taught physics at the University of California. She served as a member of the President's Committee of Advisors on Science and Technology. Sally hadn't had many opportunities to study science as a child. In fact, her elite high school lacked many options for advanced science and math classes. So as an adult, Sally was passionate about bolstering science education and encouraging more young women to follow a scientific path. She created Imaginary Lines, a company dedicated to establishing more scientific programs for middle schoolers, and Sally Ride Science, a nonprofit organization that encourages STEM-related interests in children. She also wrote several children's books related to space. Sadly, Sally developed pancreatic cancer when she was 60 years old. After a 17-month battle, she passed away. After Sally's death, elements of her private life began to emerge. She had spent 27 years in a relationship with her childhood friend, Tam O'Shaughnessy, making Sally the first known gay astronaut. In 2013, President Obama posthumously awarded Sally with the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which Tam accepted in her honor. Sally's legacy continues to inspire, and her work improving science education has ensured other girls can follow in her footsteps. As most of us hopefully are staying at home, it can be hard to get fresh, healthy food. Stay healthy, focused, and energized with fresh, delicious meals delivered straight to your door from Sakara. Sakara is a nutrition company that believes wellness begins with what you eat. From hearty salads and nutrient-dense granolas to savory flatbreads and seasonal fruit parfaits, their ever-changing menu of creative, chef-crafted meals makes clean eating delicious. All of Sakara's meals are 100% plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. 
In addition to their delicious meals, Saqqara also offers daily essentials like supplements and herbal teas to complete your wellness routine and support overall health and vitality. To boost immunity, try their best-selling daily probiotic blend or detox water drops with pure chlorophyll. Right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their order if they go to saqqara.com encyclopedia or enter code encyclopedia at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A, dot com slash encyclopedia to get 20% off your order. Saqqara.com slash encyclopedia. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our Encyclopedia Womanica newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can follow me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Before you go, I have a quick request. We're eager to know more about our audience. So we created a short listener survey to help us learn more about you. Visit wondermedianetwork.com survey to share your thoughts and be entered to win some Wonder Media Network swag. That's wondermedianetwork.com survey. I'll also post the link in the episode notes.